there's a war raging on our planet. If this criminal isn't found, that war may find its way here. Is there anyone that can help you? You have a family? Oh, who would be? Hey, this is Night Hammond. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Hey, this is Nate Hammond for Tonic Pop, and here is my review of Bumblebee. Yes, I know it came out in late 2018, but I've been a bit slow to see it. Uh, I just saw it a couple of days ago for the first time. Uh, I'd been waiting a little bit. I really turned off the Transformer movies. I enjoyed the first one, and then they just went to decline after that. I enjoyed the first one because it was Transformers, and it was sentimental, and it was taking me back to my childhood. Don't, don't rate it as a great movie, but it was a good watch. It was fun. This Bumblebee is definitely the most charming film in the series. I've got to say that. It's 1987 or set in 1987. Uh, similar human meets Bumblebee as the first Transformers, except instead of finding a beat-up Camaro in a car yard, it's a beat-up V-dub in a junkyard. It is directed by Travis Scott. Uh, sorry, not Travis Scott. It was directed by Travis Knight who can do hearty family flicks quite well, as you know, from Box Trolls and Paranorman and Kubo and the Two Strings. All of his films have received uh, metascores that keep them fresh on the Rotten Tomato meter. His lowest rated, in fact, is Box Trolls at 77%, so that's decent. Christina Hodgson was the writer, and I'm not sure how she scored the gig, um, as a couple of films before Bumblebee were pretty unremarkable. But she got this lucky break and made the most of it. She was under the supervision of uh, Kiva Goldsman, who has nailed his job on screenplays uh, and has become really notable. His uh, A Beautiful Mind and Cinderella Man, for example, are highly rated. Something must have been seen within Hodson, though, because I feel like the writing was, although it was a little too stupid and overtly tropey in places, for the most part, it worked, uh, especially as a family flick. I liked that aside from flashbacks to the war on Cybertron, the robot fights were kept to mostly 1v1, sometimes 2v1, as it avoided the big uh, coloured metal cacophony synonymous with Michael Bay Transformer flicks. We got to see some real human-like MMA-style fight scenes uh, between the bots. That was cool, and that was probably the highlight for me. As for human characters, Hayley Steinfeld showed us that her that the revelation that was her true grit performance was no mirage i mean she didn't have to act out of her skin for this one really uh, but she continues to turn in solid believable believable performances in even in bad movies uh, pitch perfect three for example john cena look i love it when he plays a vulnerable version of himself in comedies you know tough but likable but the pure tough guy i don't know it just comes across a little bit goofy you don't know if he's just haven't quite got the right face to play that hard dude like he we know he's hard he know we know he's a badass um from wrestling and i know in reality he could probably crush cans with his ears but to me it just comes across a little bit too dorky when he tries to it just seems overacting when he tries to play the straight tough guy there are other characters there's a goofball wannabe love interest sidekick annoying little brother overbearing mom try hard stepdad all the cliche characters which are one of the script's failings. You know, there's no originality there. Another of the script's letdowns was its over-the-top love ode to the 80s. It was near fetishism. Seriously, a different 80s tune every other minute, and the human protagonist, Haley, 
must have changed into a new 80s band shirt every other scene. With that said, it was almost that 80s reverence that was also the core strength. This could have been directed by John Hughes. The relationship between Haley and Bumblebee was likely inspired by other 80s classic uh, otherworldly creature and human relationship stories, E.T. and Elliot, the Luck Dragon and Atreyu, Harry and the Hendersons. In summary, this is not one of the... This is one of the best in the Transformers franchise. Maybe it was keeping Michael Bay at bay. It probably helped. Less explosions, less blurry action, less sexual innuendo and objectification of female characters, and more tight fight scenes, more relationship development. So yeah, one of the best. Though it's not really a high bar. So judging against the others, top marks. On its own, I'm going to give it 9 out of 14.5 stars. This is Nate Hammond, Atomic Pop.